here's a story from The World. The UN Refugee Agency is warning that half a million Afghans could leave their country by the end of the year. But where will people fleeing Afghanistan go to? In Europe, several countries are sending a clear message, don't come here. Many in Europe don't want a repeat of 2015 when more than a million asylum seekers, mostly Syrians, arrived on the continent. Ilva Johansson is the EU's top migration official, the Home Affairs Commissioner for the European Union. She's usually based in Brussels, but she's in Washington, where she's been meeting with U.S. officials. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Madam Commissioner, what is the plan EU ministers have come to this week for managing Afghan migration? The most important to avoid a a migration crisis is to avoid a humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan. So we should not wait until a lot of people already had fled the country and maybe coming to the European borders. We need to uh, help people, Afghans in Afghanistan. Uh, We need to continue with humanitarian aid. Uh, The European uh, Commission has decided to quadruple uh, the humanitarian aid to Afghanistan. We need also to put pressure on the new regime of the Taliban's to respect uh, at least the core of women's rights and fundamental rights. And it's important also to say that, of course, there are people that are under immediate threat right now in Afghanistan. Many of them have been evacuated uh, by um, the Western countries, but there are still people that have been fighting for women's rights, women's rights defenders, humanitarian rights uh, defenders. Uh, this is important that we give uh, international protection to these people through resettlement. And that needs to be a global response. So I spoke a few days ago to uh, Secretary uh, for Homeland Security, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, about this. The U.S. will uh, do resettlement, Canada will do resettlement, U.K. will do resettlement, and the European Union will do resettlement. And we have to work jointly on this. So to that first part, what what does it look like to provide humanitarian assistance inside Afghanistan right now to prevent that outward migration? Well, United Nations is still on the ground working there, helping people, for example, the internally displaced people in Afghanistan to go back to their homes. And I think this is important. And I think we should make sure that they can continue their work. And also the European Commission has decided to freeze uh, the development aid to Afghanistan and uh, to put pressure on the new uh, regime. And we know that the Taliban's are saying that they will act uh, differently from the previous time, but uh, we also know what they are capable of. So uh, the important thing is how they will act. Humanitarian assistance on the ground won't be like it was over the past 10 years, I would think. Well, we don't really know yet, but probably it will not be uh, as it has been, of course. Uh, But things are changing more or less hour by hour or day by day now. So we need, of course, to prepare for different kind of scenarios. But my point is uh, that we should not... Uh, focus on what to do uh, if we have a huge migration crisis. We should try to avoid the migration crisis. Uh, That would be the first step. But then, of course, we need to prepare for, for different scenarios. So if there is that migration crisis, talk to us next about the plan uh, in the EU to support Afghanistan's neighbors uh, to take in uh, refugees, uh, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan and Pakistan specifically. Well, that's, of course, need to be developed together with uh, those countries. And I don't think that is uh, one size fits all. So it has to be tailored for each country. If there is a huge inflow of migrants coming to their country, then we need to be prepared to, to help.
Um, what about details in this plan? How, how much would it cost? Um, what, what are EU leaders ready to offer? And specifically, uh, which of Afghanistan's neighbors could be receiving that money? We, we are not uh, at that point yet. We have not come up with that. I read that there was a proposed budget of some $600 million. That, that's, not... That, that's not correct. I can't confirm that. It's not correct. So it is a contingency plan, but it is one being considered by the EU. I mean, hypothetically, we've heard Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and Pakistan mentioned. Um, if that does turn out to be the case after negotiating with them, do you think countries like those can shoulder the responsibility for hundreds of thousands of Afghan refugees? Well, let's hope that we will not have a humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan. And of course, nobody wants a situation uh, where a lot of people need to flee their country. So that's why we should not wait until that happens. I'm speaking with Ilva Johansson, the EU's top migration official. There are several EU countries, including Greece, Croatia and Hungary, which have been accused time and again of illegally pushing back asylum seekers trying to make it to the EU. Are, are you concerned about this happening to Afghans fleeing Taliban control? Well, of course, uh, when I hear reports on uh, illegal pushbacks or violent pushbacks, of course, I'm concerned about that. And I'm convinced that member states, are, of course, they need to protect and are obliged to protect their external borders. But of course, they're also obliged to comply with fundamental rights in the Geneva Convention. What about Afghans who are already in Europe? I mean, there are thousands of people who are waiting on their asylum applications as we speak. Will their cases be reviewed any differently now, given the situation in Afghanistan? That could be. It's the responsibility for member states. Uh, and uh, one issue that I raise is that member states actually differs a lot when it comes to the recognition rate of Afghans applying for asylum. And I call for a more Europeanized uh, assessment of the asylum applications uh, in general, but now, of course, for, for the Afghans. From your position in the EU, is it your belief Ms. Johansson, that the at-risk Afghans in a war that the U.S. started should first and foremost be an American responsibility? Well, I think U.S. has a responsibility here, and this is what I've been discussing with uh, Alejandro Mallorcas, and U.S. is ready to, to take part of this responsibility. But I think this is also, we call for a uh, global response here, so it's we have to work together. Uh, it's important to have the, the right combination of giving protection to people in need of international protection, to really try to avoid a humanitarian crisis, but also, of course, to manage migration in an orderly way so that we will not uh, repeat uh, the situation from 2015. EU Home Affairs Commissioner Ilva Johansson, thank you very much for speaking with us. Thank you for your time. Thank you.